Welcome to the Leadership Series on the Sofa with Angie. I'm Angie Vo, the founder and CEO of Women in Tech Forum, and I'm joined here today by Fiona Davis, who is the head of B2C product marketing at Revolut. Um, Fiona, it's an absolute pleasure to chat to you today. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Angie. I'm excited. Thank you. Um, so Fiona, you've been in the tech industry for seven years since uh, leaving university. What prompted you to pursue a career in the tech industry? Ah, good question. Um, I was studying psychology in, in uni and uh, kind of made the decision then that I wasn't going to pursue practicing psychology um, and was really open to, to different opportunities, knew I'd be interested in marketing down the line and, and got a really cool opportunity while I was at the end of my senior year um, in college to join actually as an intern for a brand new tech company in, in Santa Monica, California, um, with maybe four or five employees, um, and just kind of took the leap as an intern, and it ended up turning into a full-time position, wore a bunch of hats there, and moved into marketing eventually um, at this yeah really cool B2B SaaS company um, in California. So that was my beginning. <laughs> Uh, and so now you are uh, head of product marketing um, for B2C at Revolut. Um, what prompted you to join Revolut? Ah, well, I uh, I kind of had a personal decision to to move out of California and even move out of the U.S. after spending eight years there from from college and and beyond. So I knew I wanted to make a big personal jump and try a new city, and you know life was getting a bit stagnant there. So um, luckily, I have family in the U.K. and and my dad's British, so have the the kind of fortune of having a second passport, which made it a little bit easier, but wanted to move to London and was exploring lots of different tech um, tech companies and opportunities uh, overseas here and found a really good fit with Revolut and they kind of launched me launched me across the pond and um, yeah that's how I came to came to Revolut. Excellent thank you um, so you've obviously transitioned from being a subject matter expert to now being in a leadership position um, and a lot of people find it very hard to land their first leadership position and also find it hard to transition from being that SME. And um, how did you manage that um, transitional period? Yeah, I think um, a lot of people would, would give the same advice around saying yes to things and kind of pushing yourself to, to take opportunities as they come your way, whether it's just taking on new challenges, whether it's leadership opportunities, I guess those don't come come around all the time, um, but finding other opportunities, whether it's being a buddy for a new joiner or stepping up while someone is on holiday um, or finding, you know, inefficiencies and in processes. Um, so, so kind of seeking those out or saying yes to opportunities that come your way. Um, and if they're not coming your way, kind of being a self-starter and being proactive to, to really push those for yourself because, you know, people People are busy. You got to seek things out for yourself. Um, so making it super clear to your manager or other people, you know, influential people in senior leadership um, at the company to to let them know what you're looking for and, and what, you know, where you might want to be taking on more responsibility and even proposing or suggesting areas that you think um, 
you could, you know, be of value or, or kind of have an impact if, if they're not seeing that vision um, automatically. Um, so yeah, it doesn't always mean becoming a manager of people, um, but, but lots of other ways that you can kind of display and, and kind of prove leadership um, by, by proposing those, those ideas to, to your manager and other people. And what does a great leader mean to you? Yeah, I think um, I was recently doing a, a, a sort of mentorship program internally at, at Revolut and one of my, uh, I guess, co-hosts on that program, who's one of my mentors at, at Revolut for sure, I'm stealing this answer from her, but I absolutely loved it. Um, first of all, I think having really and building really strong internal networks and relationships is one of the most important things I've seen for making progress for myself and, and other people who you know are my direct reports. Um, obviously, it takes time to get there, especially if you're new at a company. Um, so be patient with yourself, I think, if if you're newer, but eventually, you know, those, those build over time as as long as you make an effort so those sort of internal that internal networking i think is arguably one of the most important things um, and also having empathy so caring about your people um, they will naturally do better do you know people will work harder and um, you know create a better environment for everyone and i think something that people people around me at revolute say a lot is like it costs nothing to to be kind to people. So even if you're having a bad day or stressed about something or something's not moving, um, I think leaders can really lead by example in, in this way. And, and just like at the very least, you can still be kind to people and be helpful, even if, um, you know, things aren't going your way or you're you're having a tough time at something. Um, so, yeah, that would be my kind of two two characteristics, internal networking, if that is a characteristic um, and, and empathy is super, super important. Absolutely. And, and networking is is critical to the success, I think, for, for anyone in their career and building strong internal networks, but also networks with the external community as well. Totally. Um, so as a leader, you're constantly pushing boundaries, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. Um, how does that help you learn and grow? Uh, yeah, I was actually listening to um, one of your other one of your other guests. Um, her name is Mary, and she Mary Price, and she was saying she was talking about being uncomfortable, um, which I really really loved, and I think really is important. Even though we're constantly in our personal lives or even in work, we're seeking comfort. I feel like just by human nature. Um, so while getting uncomfortable is uncomfortable, it's when you really know that you are learning and you are growing. Um, and I think, you know, my sort of controversial advice maybe around um, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone is kind of fake it till you make it. Obviously, you know, let's take that with a grain of salt. Um, we want to be genuine and, and we want to, yeah be genuine. Um, but I think many of us can probably attest to having felt imposter syndrome or the like. Um, I've had, you know, female mentors or just female colleagues around me kind of when when I'm questioning whether I did a good job at something or wh whether I should go for something. 
thinking about, you know, how the male counterpart colleague is surely going to be shouting about this achievement and then some, or going to be not just going for one step above, but probably two steps above without, without hesitation. So um, obviously easier said than done, but, you know, believe, I believe in myself, trust myself, say yes to things. Worst case scenario, it's harder than you expected. The learning curve is, you know, higher than you expected, or you're not the instant expert at something that you try, um, and either you learn from it and you get better over time, or it's a failure and you lick your wounds and you try something else. Um, but I think that the the kind of, yeah, super easier said than done. It's hard. You can't just suddenly wake up and have this certain confidence to fake it till you make it. Um, but I do think if it's a, it's a good little model to have in mind when, when you're thinking, you know, this might be too big of a jump for me or, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite there yet. Well, you will probably get there. So might as well just kind of take, take the step and, and trust that you probably will get there. I love that sort of fake it till you make it. And, um, you know, you cited a great podcast with Mary Price as well. And she talks about, um, it's in those moments of discomfort that our greatest learnings happen. And mm -hmm. if we're not, you know, often when we get more established in our roles, we can sort of start to cruise and we're not really yeah. challenging ourselves. And also that's where mistakes can happen. Have you ever made a mistake? Have you ever sort of, you know, failed in a, in a project or something and, and how have you dealt with it? Classic question. I think everyone, hopefully most people can admit that this is probably happening to some extent every day. I know it definitely does happen for me. Um, I think what comes to mind thinking about mistakes or, or failures just top of mind recently because I have moved more into a leadership position and have been managing lots of people across different teams, stepping up for someone who's on maternity leave and kind of taking care of people who are even outside of my realm of expertise and trying to do do the best that I can to to be their guiding light and kind of yeah help them help them in that position. Um, so I'm constantly asking myself or questioning like whether I'm failing them, not giving them enough. Um, making the wrong decision for, you know, putting them in a place for them to be successful. And um, I think it, yeah, it, that's happened to me kind of recently, or I'm second guessing, second guessing that decision. Um, it really helps me to, uh, you know, hopefully you're able to, whether it's your manager or finding other people in the company who, uh, or outside of the company, I think taking, taking the venting and the, the advice to people outside of work is really helpful. But Equally, you know, finding those mentors um, or colleagues within your organization that are probably in a similar situation as you, in this case, dealing with a lot of um, different direct reports and kind of, um, you know, get just having someone else to lean on about it and kind of confirm, okay, I'm not... I'm not going crazy <laughs> like this. This is something that there was a reason for doing this and, and it makes sense. Um, so, so that's important having that, you know, other people that might be in similar situations to, to lean on and kind of reaffirm, you know, what you're doing um, and reminding yourself then that there is probably no one right answer or one perfect way of doing things. There's lots of options. And like, as leaders, we have to make decisions um, all the time and kind of reminding yourself, like, even when you think this one in particular might not have been the best one, you got to where you are because you've had to make tons of decisions and tons of them were right and good decisions. 
Um, so there's got to be something there. <laughs> and then kind of having your faith, having faith in yourself um, that, you know, that you're, you're making good decisions along the way, even if this one wasn't necessarily the best. And then also kind of remembering that the people around you are probably more resilient than you might think they are as well. And maybe you didn't make the best decision, but like they're awesome and they're gonna, you know, do the best that they can um, to make to make up for that or pull you up or, you know, yeah, make the best of the situation as well. So it's not all on you. And, um, and the people around you can can have a, you know, have a great effect on on kind of those decisions that you make and, and do the best with them as well. Um, so kind of, yeah, remembering that it's not all on you. And um, you're probably working with some really great people that can handle handle you know some adversity here and there as well indeed and actually sort of the the ethos is you know as a team you win together but mm. also team you you lose together as well and and actually having that ethos is really important but also it's you know Steve Jobs often said it's you know it's really important to fail because it's in those moments of failure or failed technology when you go back and inspect why that's the case, that can actually help trigger innovation moving forward. So it's about learning from those moments where things didn't go well to help propel you forward in the future. Absolutely, yeah. Excellent, so final question uh, for you is, uh, what's your final piece of career advice to our audience today? Definitely. Well, I think my final piece of career advice probably sums up a lot of the things that I've touched on in our conversation. Um, so that would be, you know, uh, create opportunities for yourself. Um, don't don't wait for them to be created for you. Um, success is obviously different for, for everyone. The way I see success for myself is making progress and learning and growing in my career. And, and one of the paths to that kind of success is to not just work hard um, at the you know big bets or company objectives or plans that have been defined by your company or set up for you and your team, but also by identifying you know your own big bets or small bets um, and, and finding those problems to be solved, proving you know the worth or the impact that they could potentially have and finding a way to get them done. Obviously, again, that sounds easier said than done. I'll just and then find a way to get it done. But I think I imagine anyone that has the kind of curiosity and drive to even be listening to this podcast or engaging in this kind of content probably is resourceful enough and scrappy enough and kind of proactive enough to get stuff done um, against blockers and barriers and, you know, going the extra mile in that sense. So I think that um, I have faith that, <laughs> yeah, anyone listening to this to this podcast can definitely find a way to get stuff done. I think it's just a lot about being proactive and, and not waiting for those, whether it's opportunities um, in leadership like we talked about or for certain projects um, and solving problems kind of for, for the company and the business needs. Um, but but yeah, really identifying those for yourself and kind of pitching those can be really fun as well. And then you're out of the monotony of, you know, what might be normally on your plate too. So yeah, that would be my top career advice um, for everyone. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Fiona, for joining us on the sofa today and for sharing your words of wisdom. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Angie, for the opportunity. It was great speaking with you as well.